0: Welcome to another edition of the hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless Heroine herself, Ray Announcer to the Stars, Miss Fancy Pants herself, the most professional podcaster, and the Queen of soft Style, Miranda Morales. And welcome. This podcast is part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find on the Chairshot.com. The Always use your head.
1: See, I nailed that shit. I nailed it.
0: Nailed it. Nailed it. Yes. It only took it. two years, but you nailed it. You know, progress, not perfection, right?
1: The most professional podcaster.
0: Again, <laughs> <laughs> he's just mad about the names he doesn't give me, and that's a damn good one. Because if this is not a professional podcast, I don't know what is. That's rhetorical. Don't answer that. Everyone who's listening.
1: It's only as good as the producer. never mind. I'm just setting myself up for more failure.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. you you did. But that's all right. I'm Miranda Morales. I'm being joined by my local host. TheChairShot.com.
1: Always use your head. I was just waiting. I was literally just waiting for the right moment.
0: My co-host, the kingpin of the Chairshot the unstoppable one, Greg DeMarco. Enough Greg is DeMarco. enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody, step in. I'm about to open the fucking window.
1: I, I didn't know you were going to say anything after my name. I'm sorry. That was actually. I just figured you usually you say my name and then I have to speak, and yeah
0: we're a little rusty It's been apparently a, a week or two week two right two weeks i'm not sure technically two weeks, two
1: weeks. when you miss a week it's two yeah it's weird it's math
0: it's, it's math math is hard um who cares i it's good to be back though uh i, I mean it's it's always great to do another edition of the hashtag Miranda show. Um, I love being able to talk with all of the listeners. This is just a audio version this week, even though I'm having a really good hair day. Um, just, wasn't able to get uh the video recording up we will get back to that in the future but don't worry you could still listen to our beautiful beautiful voices uh whether that be through thechairshot.com or your favorite
1: podcast thechairshot.com always use your head
0: Don't forget to follow us on social media. Me, myself, Miranda Morales. You can find me at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. No Twitter. You can find Greg at ChairShotGreg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And, of course, you can find the ChairShot at Media on Instagram, Facebook,
1: and Twitter. Now, you were going to say other places they can listen to the show before the ChairShot.com triggered my finger to to click the button.
0: Yes, while so rudely interrupted. I mean, you can find this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Speaker. And that way you can also subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe and get notifications every time a new episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show drops. You can leave a five-star rating, and you can also leave a review. Let me know your thoughts on the show, things that you like, things that you don't like. Whatever it may be, go ahead and leave a review on any of those platforms or through either of our social medias. Yep, I'm really excited to get into this topic. It's one that I've been waiting for. Uh, same thing with Greg. We are going to be talking about Impact Wrestling's Rebellion pay-per-view, the major wrestling life-altering match between Kenny Omega and Rich Swan occurred this past Sunday. And as you could expect, Kenny Omega won. Shocked. No surprise. Shocked, we'll, we'll get into our thoughts on it in a second. Uh, but before we get into that, you know, a little bit of housekeeping, as I'd like to say. Uh, one is an update on Impact Zone Wrestling IZW Monster coming up in just a few weeks. Oh, not Monster Regulate.
1: This is the time machine okay. edition of the hashtag yes. Morgana Show.
0: Oh, IZW Regulate uh, is happening on May 15th. I got the date right.
1: You did, that's all that matters. Yes.
0: That's you didn't say it, it was happens. on February
1: 28th or February 27th. Whatever no, was.
0: no. Uh, so there's the fact. Tickets are still sold out. It's a still, sold yes. out event. Um, so if you didn't get a ticket, too bad, so sad. Uh, but we are really excited, looking forward to a triple main event for Regulate. Um, which includes the IZW World Heavyweight Championship being defended, first title defense of magnificent versus number one contender Watson. We are also having the very first blood sport match, not only in IZW, but in Arizona wrestling history. That's right. Uh, between Graves and the Hawaiian Lion. And then the third one is the
1: strap, strap match. match.
0: Yes. The strap match between Gino Rivera and the Navajo Warrior. Um, So all three matches, very different, very intense, all for really very different reasons. But pride is on the line. Gold is on the line. Blood is on the line. And if that doesn't interest you, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know, like, what do you want? Like, that is literally pro wrestling that is literally pro wrestling those three things
1: it it's it's, it's, it's they so uh, this is blood. this is the biggest event we've put on in terms of volume of things happening um so much that we actually have to have two intermissions so and and someone even commented on that they're like take as many intermissions as you need uh, it was an interesting comment that that I saw out there but um We've got a tag team match. We've got with an old school rules tag team match, multiple women's matches this time around. Who does that in Arizona? Nobody but us, and so much more. We've got uh, it's just there's lots of great things going on. We got managers handcuffed to each other. It's just there, there's so much to see and so much to enjoy. It's going to be a great, great time. Come on out, check it out. And if you, if you, if you're like, man, I really wish I, I could get some tickets, I mean, maybe like. Send me a message, send IZW a message, send Miranda a message. She'll probably just pass it on to me, but still, um, we can, we, we might, you know, I, 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 I plan for these things. I mean, I, you know, it's always a big joke on these shows that, Hey, did you know Greg was a promoter? But like, then things like this come up and you realize, okay, we know what we're doing and we, I plan for these things. Okay. I know when it's sold out, there still might be room because I know what kind of requests I'm going to get and things I want to make sure I can accommodate. So. All I'm gonna say is is, you know what, it can't hurt to ask. Yeah. Can't hurt Exclusive to ask. Exclusive
0: right here if you are in the area. And again, that could be Arizona. We have fans coming from New Mexico, from California. Uh, We have, you know, people from from all over who come just to watch IZW. We also have talent coming from all over too, which is very unique. Um, You see people from Utah and Nevada and California and, uh, you know, New Mexico and, of course, Arizona. And you don't always see them all on the same show. So I coined it the United Nations of Wrestling. That is a fact. Um, And the fans are also part of that. So uh, make sure that if you are interested and you're able to you know, make the trip, reach out to Greg DeMarco, reach out to myself on social media, and we may, just may, be able to help you out. If you can't, maybe you live in a different part of the country. That's okay, because another way that you can support Impact Zone Wrestling is going to prowrestlingtease.com forward slash the chair shot and get an IZW t-shirt. But before I get more into that and I give you the details, Greg Go ahead and wind it up for me. It's time. Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to pro wrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, where you can get your very own IZW and chairshot.com t-shirts. Yes, you can find both t-shirts both brands of t-shirts at the same location. If you want to support Impact Zone Wrestling, there's several different t-shirt designs available. I believe up to five, uh, four or five now. Um, Very cool designs up to lots of different sizes and colors that you can order from. And then of course, thechairshot.com, tons of amazing t-shirts, including multiple Always Use Your Head t-shirts, the OG Chair Shot logo, everybody hates Greg and the queen of soft style t-shirt much, much more uh, multiple t-shirts also supporting the chair shop radio network, including a friend of the show, Patrick O'Dowd with bandwagon nerds. A winner is you. Uh, of course, um, was the other Uh, and then just the the general og awesome t-shirts like baron corbin sucks um hashtag journalism uh the hashtag save tag team wrestling t-shirt much much more uh chair shot worldwide which is a great one i love it that's Definitely on my list is the next t-shirt to get. So go to pro Wrestling tees.com forward slash the chair shot. T-shirts start at $19.99. But hey, if you just get a few extra dollars, you can order it in soft style, which is very much worth it. And there's soft styles with or without sleeves. So as we're getting into the spring and summer, if you want to have the guns out, suns out, guns out you can get your t-shirt sleeveless as well. So go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your IZW and chair shot t-shirt today.
1: Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code Chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code Chairshot to save 10%. That's Angry Lemonade.
0: So tonight's topic, one where we've been anticipating and not so much anticipating this topic. That is the end of Impact Wrestling's Rebellion pay-per-view that happened this past Sunday. The world title versus title match, Kenny Omega, AEW champion versus Rich Swan, the Impact Unified world champion. Now, before we get into our thoughts on this, which we do have, let's kind of go back to how this happened. So uh, back in December, shortly after uh, Kenny Omega won the AEW World Championship, with the help of Don Callis, Kenny and Don announced that he was going to be making a statement uh, about his championship win, not on AEW Dynamite, but on Impact Wrestling. Don Callis, Kenny Omega's manager, works for Impact Wrestling, serves as one of their VPs. And at the time, this shook the wrestling world to have someone else's world champion appear on another wrestling company's weekly episodic television. Um, And the ratings spoke for that. There was a rating spike when Kenny Omega appeared on Impact Wrestling this ended up turning into a larger storyline where Kenny Omega basically said he's out to get all of the world championships. He wants to be the belt collector. And so with that, the signs are pointing to Kenny Omega eventually challenging for the impact world championship and trying to add that belt to his collection that even happened, you know, started to plant the seeds that night when Rich Ron wasn't even allowed to go into the parking lot of uh, impacts building because the world champion was there. Well, he referred to himself as a world champion and security said, no, no, no. The AEW world champion, which is again, how we'll get into some of the, the complaints about this. Uh, but over the next few months, we saw Kenny Omega making appearances on television, eventually uh, wanting to make it very clear that he wanted to uh, an opportunity for the impact uh, world championship. And in that though, During this time frame, we also had an internal match between uh, Rich Swan and Moose to be the unified champion. Moose had declared himself the TNA World Heavyweight Champion back really towards the end of last summer, Um, worked with that belt, defended that belt, and eventually got impact management to recognize that belt and reinstate it all of that work to just have Rich Swann win both belts. And from there have the winner of that match, Rich Swann face Kenny Omega in a title versus title match. So we had the buildup happening. We had a press conference a few weeks back in which, you know, both men faced each other representatives from both companies faced each other um, at that press conference and talked about the importance of this match, but also how the match was going to be handled referees from both companies were going to be present. They were also, making it very clear that the winner of the match would be obligated to defend their respective belts at both companies and it would be fully expected of them to do that and then we hit rebellion and we have the match before the we match, get to before yeah, you get ahead. to
1: rebellion I, I just I want to talk about one thing one phrase you said during that that uh, history segment there the belt collector that is some marky ass shit the belt collector like so
0: yeah so, seriously. Let's, so let's get into let's, so let's get into this cuz we did talk about this on the baby vco podcast as far as thoughts on you know kenny's win and stuff like that let's let's lay it on the line i have not been a big fan of this angle i have been very protective of impact wrestling and how they've been viewed on this and and kind of what they got out of this deal Impact Wrestling put a lot of the work into this when it came to the marketing, the storyline development, the airtime, and, you know, uh, really building this story up. AEW provided Kenny Omega and Don Callis for this, even though Don works for Impact. He spends more time now with AEW. Um, And that was part of the big complaint about this, that the buildup felt very uneven. Now it did come out and, and I think it started off almost part of the storyline gimmick, but it seems like more information has come up where it actually pen to paper is a formal partnership between AEW and Impact Wrestling, where one of the reasons why we, you know, saw more advertising um, or, or we we didn't see any advertising on AEW television is because Tony Khan has come out and said that even though in his promos he talked about buying airtime that seems like that was a real aspect of the partnership that he did pay to have that airtime um don't know the status or how much but that is in the research that is what is coming about to be that there was some transaction
1: oh wait 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 wait. i gotta i gotta stop this conversation what crack-ass research are you talking about
0: well, just in looking into what uh, some other sources, other sites have claimed, and just what he has, you know, stated.
1: What, what um, are they basing it on, other than what Tony Khan has said or Dave Meltzer has said?
0: That I'd have to look into. Nothing. The, just, he's I'm not. That's saying,
1: look, that's some storyline BS saying. that people are buying into. He's not paying for airtime. He's not paying for those commercials. Those commercials are part of the storyline. Why would he need to buy commercial time on Impact Wrestling to promote AEW? He doesn't. They didn't got a spike from this. They haven't well, gotten anything well, from that. That's crap. Yeah, he used that, that to drive the storyline in that interview. That and and what makes me so I guess happy, honestly. Is that people are buying it as, as fact, and they're getting worked, and that's why people should be doing this to get worked. They did not pay for that advertising, and he was just using that as an excuse because when people asked why AEW wasn't promoting the Impact stuff, but Impact was promoting the AEW stuff, Tony Khan didn't have a good answer because there's not a good answer.
0: And. There may be even more money or some type of I'm not sure as far as how the talent relations go with this, because they have been heavily using the Good Brothers who are contracted to AEW. They've been using them a lot. Um, We don't even know. It doesn't even seem, though, like Kenny Omega's was uh, paid for any of the impact appearances. Maybe, maybe not. Again, that's still things that is still kind of sorting out. But at the end of the day, though, there was this unevenness when it came to the promotion where AEW did not promote this at all there was one promo package that was aired the dynamite before rebellion and that was it but even then there was and this was complaints left and right too about how even if they didn't do that on dynamite they still had plenty of opportunities to do that through their youtube channels because you know there was there was definitely thoughts that maybe you know tnt wasn't going to allow them to do that because you know, impact airs on another channel. Um, even the appearance of no having Rich Swan, but they had Kenta on and and they were able to cross promote with New Japan. So there's a lot of holes to poke in these theories. So it's not
1: that That's like uh, saying that Raw that, that WB had to introduce a twenty four seven championship because USA network put it on a piece of paper. I, like these are just these these theories this <laughs> I mean, it, it, if Tony Khan's given them money because they need it, and it's a whole Vince McMahon ECW thing, that's one thing. But like all these things, like Kenny Omega's not getting paid because this is Kenny Omega's idea because he's a big old mark for himself, and this is the way he can continue to fuel that markdom. This is—it's just—I'm literally saddened by some of the things you're saying because I'm like—I'm in my head—I'm like, my God, I hope she doesn't believe these things because none of I'm them are just true.
0: All of this information, I think that, that But
1: I want to make sure people understand none of this is true. Like I just have to make sure as yeah. as a you know as because sometimes wrestling news and, and, and wrestling journalism, if you want to call it that, crosses the line of irresponsibility, and and I feel a certain responsibility to make sure people understand none of what they're seeing or hearing is true. Dave Meltzer has been on board with this AEW thing since the start. Right and 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 he's and remember he's influenced every wrestling promoter for the past twenty years. Just ask him; he'll tell you.
0: Well, and and I'm also just trying to play devil's advocate as far as why things maybe were not promoted or cross promoted. It's because Tony didn't want and to.
1: Just, That's well, why.
0: Yeah, and and I think that's because impacts beneath them but you keep interrupting me because I'm putting out things that people know this is not I'm not making up anything that as far as like that's true hasn't been talked about so I'm trying to put all this information out there to put some context to why we're here but you keep on jumping in
1: I do I do this is how passionate I am this is how passionate I I am about this crap and I
0: get it but this is also my show so like let's work through this a little bit I'm sorry give a second because even in the History lesson. You didn't even Aww, let me jump into the match because you were so worked up. I about was. What, so, so let's let's simmer down for a second. Let's breathe. Let's we're putting Kay. everything out there. Nothing that this that hasn't already been said or stated out there. I'm just putting this information out there to put more context to the big fucking picture.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Because again. Because Okay. I'm happy. It is important to put some of that in because as if you let me get to it, if you let me fucking get to it, then we can get to what's next. But we can't do that if we don't set the stage for where we're fucking at.
1: Okay, set the stage for where we're fucking at.
0: Yes. Okay. So let's get to the actual match. So the match occurred. And really, the, the match itself was solid. Was it anything that I felt like blew up in the world of wrestling? No, um, I, I think that the the storyline that they were really telling was that you know the the one winged angel is the move that nobody kicks out of. Um, but even then, and I had my friend uh, Najir Chambers from Big Gold Milk Media. We um, do the Impact Weekly Review every every week and even then there was some storyline inconsistencies because kenny omega was having a match a six-way match that you know included danny limelight and even danny was able to kind of outmaneuver of the one-winged angel so even within that storyline like it felt like everything was in a bubble it was just in that impact bubble and it never crossed over it felt like two completely different tv shows and so even the week of they weren't consciously paying attention to what was happening later that week. And they just did programming as is like nothing was going to happen on Sunday that supposedly the world of wrestling wasn't going to change. So the, the match itself was, was solid. Was it good? Was it anything that I thought was out of this world, especially after knowing in the expectations that are set from Kenny Omega and the types of matches that he has? No, but was it a very good match I I thought so I thought from what I saw, it was a really solid match. Now the ending occurred, you know, clean finish Uh, again, both referees were there. So that too was an element where you thought maybe some shenanigans may happen. Maybe not. Um, But it, it, it was a clean win. Kenny celebrated with the good brother, celebrated with Don Callis. He became uh, the Impact Unified Champion, taking both the Impact World Championship and the TNA Heavyweight Champion. So now we're here and we have Kenny Omega, as he's reclaimed you know, the belt collector, taken Impact's belts. And now on top of that is also the AEW world champion and the AAA Mega Campeon. So he has four pretty well-known belts in the world of professional wrestling. Now, my big thing here is that, as as you've mentioned before, this vanity project for for Kenny Omega, he's taken another company's not one, but two belts, world titles, to add... And really, if there was any belief that there was going to be any crossover partnership ever, I mean, now would be the time to try and do it. But if history has anything to show us, they're not going to do it. So they are taken all that. And Impact had to work really hard to get these belts to this level because to for Impact's credit, they've been able to work without the world title for a while because last year when Tessa Blanchard had the belts and she was not with the company um, actively, wasn't defending the belt, all of that. They had to work and have shows without their world title and did that for several months until Anniversary, and they were able to crown a new champion. So they can work around not having it, but that lost the momentum that they had with it. It kind of diminished the title. They had to spend a good amount of time rebuilding the prestige of that belt back. And I saw an interesting tweet about, you know, all of the people who've carried the impact TNA world heavyweight championship from angle to Samoa Joe, um, to Mick Foley. And that's a really prestigious line, but it was what those people did with those belts and how it helped build the company that made that legacy stand. I am not sure what Kenny Omega having this belt is going to do for impact wrestling. Now, to the credit, I am sure there was an audience that watched Rebellion that didn't before solely because of Kenny Omega. I don't know how big that audience was, but there was some eyes attracted to it. However, is that doesn't seem like a big enough return on investment for literally just kind of handing your world titles away to someone And the the worst case, scariest scenario is that he holds that belt for a while. Best case scenario is short term, and it could be something that leads to maybe double or nothing, where maybe the favor is returned and we see an impact, you know, person on uh, double or nothing. And that and this is just throwing fantasy booking, throwing things around. Best case scenario at this time. So those are just kind of my thoughts and and throwing things down, Greg. So. What do you think about where we're at now? I know you've already thought about, you know, this whole vanity project here, but what about right now with him having the belts and what it means for the immediate future of, of impact?
1: There would be nothing wrong with Kenny Omega being the impact wrestling world champion. If the, he wasn't there as a member of the AEW roster, like him being the impact wrestling world champion makes sense. That's that's appropriate for him. I, I want to talk about the match real quick. You talked about how it was solid. He talked about the expectations of Kenny Omega. He has not had a Kenny Omega match in AEW because Rich, like all of his other opponents, ain't Japanese, and that's who Kenny Omega has Kenny Omega matches with. Japanese opponents in Japan, typically. And that's why his, his, his run has not been this amazing run. Uh, and remember, again, right now, who are your top title holders in M and AEW? Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Uh, three of the five people that run the company. Um, th- that's a problem. But where we're at now, it's just to me, it's it's the biggest concern was that we're going to devalue Impact Wrestling and their World Championship, and here we are. And and if they had pulled off the upset and let Rich Swan win, I'd be here right now talking about how the whole thing was worth it. Yeah about how this was worth it. Even if Swan ends up going to double or nothing and losing and double or nothing might be Swan's rematch. It might be Swan and Moose against Kenny Omega, whatever they do, it ain't going to matter because unless they do some kind of a two fall or one falls for one title and one falls for another and Moose pins rich Swan so he can win the TNA. Kenny ain't losing that belt directly. Not before he loses the AEW world championship, but I don't think that's happening anytime soon either. Like Tony Khan's not going to let him lose that title while he's still the AEW champion going into that. And, and Don Callis won't either. Don Callis is halfway out the door of impact wrestling. When his contract is up later this year, he will be going to work for AEW poor Scott Demore having to put up with all this bullshit. Like I just feel terrible for the guy. And what's really funny is that Tommy dreamer on impact television talked about how this was a bad idea. And, and if that wasn't the most, shoot comments that weren't supposed to be a shoot. I don't know what is you talk about the whole history, how it devalued everything made rich Swan look like an idiot. He he keeps getting pinned in all these scenarios and then he loses. We all know he'd be on dark if he were in AEW to begin with. What gets me is on the go home edition of impact wrestling. And that's where the whole, by the way, thinking of the go home edition of impact wrestling is how the topic that we end up talking about on shot radio came to mind for me. Um, on the go-home edition of, of Impact Wrestling, Moose shows up, and Moose tells Rich One, you better not lose. And to me, that that planted some seeds that maybe Moose would get involved and cause shenanigans yeah, yeah. I mean, that cause it to not be a winner.
0: The TNA had won right. a championship in that unification match. So that gave hope of like maybe, you know, Moose is gonna get somehow in involved. And he might in some ways you had to, yeah. you know, because of the fact that you knew the odds were gonna be stacked up against uh Rich Swan. I honestly would have loved it if, you know, after everyone settled into to the ring, we did see Moose come in. Right. You know, I mean Rich Swan had, you know, Willie Mack and Eddie Edwards on his side. You know, but I think it would have been a little cooler to have Moose come out as this. You know, you don't know who which side he's playing, um, and and tease that they did that on the go home you know episode, which I still thought thought was a great way of of bringing him back after
1: it was a while. But they didn't do anything with it, and maybe that'll be a program moving forward. We need more Rich Swan versus Moose, apparently, and that's where and maybe Moose challenges Kenny Omega at Double or Nothing because we don't really have anything set up yet for Kenny Omega at Double or Nothing. It's it's just you talked about the job they did reestablishing the TNA world heavyweight championship when Tessa Blanchard was out, which by the way, on this very show, we told you she would not lose that title. I told you she would not lose that title. And here we are. And it's Moose did all that work to establish that belt. But once this idea came to fruition, it had to go to Rich Swan so they could go to Kenny Omega. And I knew, and, and it's funny because even on DWI podcast, they were all talking about how, uh, they just there's there's no way Kenny's going to win, right? There's no way they're not going to do that. It's wrestling. You don't do that. And I'm just like, you guys are crazy. Like, of course they're going to do this. This is no other way this can go other than Kenny Omega is going to win the belts. The fact that Rick Swan kept carrying around both titles told yeah. me Kenny Omega was yeah. going to yeah. win.
0: Exactly. And because this so is all about cool Kenny,
1: window. it's not even the number of championships. Because technically he only holds three championships, but he holds four belts. He's the belt collector. Mm-hmm. He could go to Kohl's and buy 14 belts. I don't really care because it's stupid. The whole – but the fact that Rich Swann – and they changed it from white to black because Kenny wants all the belts to be black. Like this is all Kenny's doing and this is all the reason why the news. is – and that's what bothers me is that you talked about is it worth it. Impact is sacrificing so much for minimal returns. They get spikes here and there, but they don't maintain them at all no, because no. everyone no, sees animals- right through it.
0: Yeah, it was very obvious. Even the second return of Kenny Omega, there was a big dramatic drop uh, of viewership. So that one time they had was the peak that they had, not only for the whole year, but they had had in quite some time. And every time since then, it's been, if anything, it's consistent, but it's not been because really of, of Kenny Omega. It's been the typical fan base continuing to tune in. If there was a peak, it was, you know, a peak in, pay-per-view buys for this now again i don't know how many i there it could have been five it could have been 500 it could have been i i don't know you know so it goes back to what does the return on investment look like for impact wrestling what do they consider a success in this um and and to be honest i am not sure but i do feel like as for whatever they get maybe impressed and whatever they got in pay-per-view buys for this to me isn't equivalent to with the position that they've put their belt in now, the position they put their formal world champion in, and even the just the position that they've put their company in over the past, you know, four months about being this little mm-hmm. kid brother to Impact, or to AEW, because even in the promos, even in everything, especially the fact that it was, a, a you know, a, a promo, it was set up, that means Impact intentionally set themselves up to make them look lesser than that they allowed AW to have these promos on there where they intentionally came in and said, wow, Impact, you suck, or wow, Impact, you're not even a real show. That's And I mentioned it here, it's like me allowing someone to come to my house and telling me I'm ugly and letting them sit on my couch, you know? Like, well, who the hell are you to come into my house and disrespect me? That's exactly what happened. And you always thought, I always thought at least that there would be a moment where they could get their comeuppance, that there was a sign or a moment of impact having a little fight. And that never happened. Not, it did not happen mm-hmm. once. And so that's really the more disappointing things is as resilient as impact wrestling is as a company and as a promotion they've done this to themselves a bit and that's they have. really disheartening after the the year that they had of rebuilding after you know the Tessa leaving and and not having the world championship but also rebuilding as a company and bringing in new wrestlers reestablishing a lot of of that you know coming back from covid and not doing shows like they've i think they've done a fantastic job of really being a solid uh weekly episodic you know, television product of being a, a a strong wrestling promotion, but almost in the, in the hindsight and the history of when they were TNA having these partnerships and having these moves that happen. And you wonder what, what the hell is going on?
1: Yeah, it's just, I mean, you're right. Like they're literally sacrificing so much. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for Vince McMahon to buy the Impact Wrestling Library, the Impact Wrestling brand, when it's going under, when it's in bankruptcy, when whatever happens, because the content they can put out, because by that point, Scott DeMore will probably be working for Triple H, and a lot of these people will be in the phone. Plus, you've got AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe can come in. Like, you've got all these people that can do interviews about what go- went on there, and the things that are going to come out are going to be insane. And this year, going back... Um, to Tessa Blanchard winning the title, because that's gonna be a story in itself. Mm -hmm. To uh, how she never lost it because she went to Mexico, her title was her her contract was expiring, she demanded a bunch of money, all that's gonna come out to be true. And and then what they did to the TNA title and then what happened with Rich Swan and, and Moose and all the actual feelings that people had about this are gonna come out and it's going to be amazing. Because you're going to hear it right from the people. You're not going to hear it from wrestling news sites. You're not going to hear it from Dave Meltzer. You're not going to hear fan interpretation. You're going to hear it right from the mouths of Don Callis, Scott Demore, Kenny Omega, Rich Swann, Moose. All those people are going to talk about it. And it's going to be phenomenal because just we're going to realize just how jacked up it all really has been. Because it has been. And the return on investment is just it's not, it's not there. Like they've sacrificed so much to do this, but you look at right now, the top two championships in the company, the world championships held by Kenny Omega, the tag team championships are held by David Finley and Juice Robinson who are part of the new Japan roster. Like yeah. this is, you're telling us your company's not good enough. If I'm Josh Alexander, I'm all over social media talking about how I'm the real uncrowned Impact yeah, Wrestling I mean, World he's Champion.
0: really the one, and I feel like that was one of the better decisions and better matches of the entire night. Has. Um, you know, Josh Alexander has really excelled in the X division. And I think it was a great move to, to put him as champion. I think he could be, a, I mean, we've seen him being a fantastic singles competitor since uh, Ethan Page left. And it's almost like the North has become a little bit of just a footnote in history now, because, you know, Josh Alexander has really been able to showcase, even though he may not be the most, uh, you know, uh not not necessarily the hottest on the mic, he goes in the ring and can do it with the the best. And he is really, you know, talk uh, about the the lethal weapon. He is, I think, Impact's secret weapon when you look at who is super talented and can carry a match and can go, you know? I mean, (laughs) he does, even at this track, could have World uh, Heavyweight Championship, you know, contendership uh, written on him. At some point,
1: yeah, he'll make a great guy to lose to Kenny Omega. He will.
0: Oh, but but you're you're right. It's for everything that they do to build up the roster. They make these decisions that make you just wonder what what are you doing, you know? And it does seem very very political as far as how these decisions are driven and made. You know, as they say, beyond my pay grade. Um, which, again, is that bigger context that, you know, is important to understand as to why these decisions are made and how they got made and why they were made and how this information is getting shared, because at the end of the day, you know, it's the winners of wars that tell these stories. So it's the people on top who are able to share. So as you mentioned, the narrative that Tony Khan is able to share out and put and have, you know, shared on sites, you know, that is because of, you know, the the weight and power that he helps bring to this along with Kenny Omega, along with Don Callis and along with, you know, whoever else might be part of this, these decisions and whoever they convince enough to sell this you know, bag of goods to, to say, this is going to be good for impact wrestling. And again, the return on investment just doesn't feel that way. It has not felt that way. No. And I, 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 I doubt it will be, you know, again, mm. in, in there's the silver lining in me, the optimism in me that feels like maybe something good will come out of it. Maybe we'll get a match at, at double or nothing. Maybe that could pro quo as far as, you know, a match at rebellion for a match at double or nothing. But is it, again, that's just my optimistic self. Is the reality going to be that way? It's very, very likely not. And that's sad for people who are invested in Impact Wrestling. It's it's sad for fans, you know, and even just for some of those newer fans, maybe who just noticed Impact because of this, you're still not putting a good light because they only know this as the promotion that AEW, you know, looks at. promotion that loses. Yeah, so... Again, I just—it just isn't in me. But you know, we we will see what happens. Greg, let's go ahead and and pay some bills. Eight, seven, six, five, four,
1: three, two, one. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out cheshire.com bringing you breaking news interviews podcast galore everything pro wrestling make sure you check it out thechairshot.com
0: so greg i haven't done this in a while but i feel like because oh, no. this this topic is so heated so uh interesting i am going and this is also my show i'm about to enact the hashtag MirandaWrites.
1: i got i got to find the sound i got we have it's been so long mm-hmm. that
0: Well, I think you just.
1: I did just use it. Yeah.
0: You just use it, so it's not that.
1: Using it again. See, there you go.
0: So, Greg Demarco, you have the right—not really—to remain silent. Everything. I wish I did.
1: I wish I had the right to remain silent because of what's coming.
0: Because you know exactly what I'm going to be doing. I do. Yes, we've really just spent this whole episode talking about how much of a terrible idea it is for Impact Wrestling to have their titles. To, you know, uh, belts on Kenny Omega. This whole partnership is just not been very fruitful, but you know, I always like to look at the silver lining, the other side of the coin, and I'm gonna need your help with that. So, in honor of this theory, you know, that uh, Kenny Omega is gonna be the Thanos of professional wrestling, you have five stones, he's probably gonna go for five belts. I'm gonna ask for you to give me five reasons why it's a good idea for Kenny Omega to have the impact world championship and TNA heavyweight championship, man, Five. five, five. five. five.
1: Cause I came up with one on, on, while you were talking and it's the best one. So I've got to save it. So five reasons why this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Just the whole storyline or just Kenny Omega winning the world championship.
0: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, no, I'm going to say just the championship. Okay.
1: We're going to, yeah. Fine. Okay. number. So reason number one is very simple. Rich Swan is a damn mid-carder and doesn't belong anywhere near the world title scene. So someone had to put that reign out of its misery, and that someone just happened to be Kenny Omega so reason number one the first reason or maybe reason number five if we're counting down is just because Rich Swan never should have been world champion to begin with and this is why maybe they were like we're going to go Kofi with this Kofi was a much better champion than Rich Swan would ever be I don't know yes, yes. but uh-huh. Kofi shouldn't have been champion. Like I said, Kofi was uh, a mid carder at best in WWE. He'd be on dark in AEW. He really shouldn't even be the world champion in impact wrestling. He was. Oh, so yeah, thank goodness Kofi. that's come to an end.
0: You, let's, let's be clear. I'm not gonna have you have all this fan.
1: Oh no, Rich Swan! Rich, rich Swan, Swan should yes. not be that. That's right. Kofi I said Kofi. A yeah, Kofi and in the yes.
0: treasure. He I, sure I'm not is. i I could. I could have let the internet burn you, but I just want to make everyone
1: know. <laughs> let them I don't. You know, I don't care. They could burn me all they want. Right? Yeah, no, no, Get no. in line.
0: Talking about Rich, Rich Swan.
1: Talking about Rich, homie Swan. Yes, should not have ever been the Impact Wrestling World Champion number four. Sometimes in life, you know this. You know this very well. It's just easier to feed the person's ego. It's just easier to go with it. Your life is so much easier. Your life is so much better. And usually almost always when you feed the person's ego, there are some benefits to be reaped on your end anyway. So it was just better to feed Kenny Omega's ego, let him do what he wants to do. So he wouldn't have to be so gosh darn unbearable.
0: That's I mean, Hey, you know, everyone in a working environment knows that whether you're talking about a coworker or a boss, Sometimes you pick your battles and apparently picking your battle means letting him win uh, the impact in TNA world championship. Yes.
1: Coworker boss, best friend promoter, you know, all those things. Yes. That was what? Number four. I still got to come up with three more of this garbage. Okay. Three. Number three.
0: You love it. You love looking at the bright side of life, Greg.
1: I do. I do love looking at the bright you're
0: side an of op- You're an optimist.
1: The white strapped TNA World Heavyweight Championship just did not look very good. And in order to make this work and to make it match up with the other belts, they had to shine it up real nice and put it on the black leather strap. And let's be honest, the current iteration of the old school TNA World Heavyweight Championship is a damn good looking belt.
0: It's a good looking belt, but the white one's better. So I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna be on the fence about that one. This is two and a half.
1: Okay. This is this is this is my time. You you forced me to do this. So, no, you're allowed to have opinions too. That is is to me number three. We got to have this beautiful looking version of the TNA World belt Heavyweight continuity. Championship. continuity. The actual so that physical the belt cost. itself. Yes. Belt continuity. The second reason why this is a good idea. Reason number two, as we count down from five. Impact Wrestling is on Axis television. Sure. AEW is on TNT. This was on pay-per-view. You could see it on fight, whatever. Here's the reason number two why this is such a great idea. I don't have to watch any of it if I don't want to.
0: That doesn't count.
1: I could watch whatever I want to watch. I can do whatever the heck I want to do. I can go see a movie.
0: I was going to say, but you you don't have to watch it on cable either. You don't have to watch anything if you don't want to.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: The fact that this was on pay-per-view does not make it exclusive to... It's not like you only have two channels on your television and that's access TV and TNT.
1: Look, man, number one is so good. I had to set the table by giving my worst answer. Okay. For number two. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm going to see
0: number I want to hear number one.
1: Dating back to 2002 TNA total nonstop action, wrestling impact, impact wrestling, the Jarrett's, the Carter's Panda energy, the, the the Harris Brothers, Anthem Entertainment, all the way up through to today. Impact Wrestling has been the cockroach that will never die. Impact Wrestling has been the company you can't kill. Impact Wrestling has been a thorn in the side of wrestling companies, wrestling fans for so much for, for forever, ever. Kenny Omega winning the Impact Wrestling World Championship, proving that that company is beneath him, beneath AEW, beneath everybody else, is just one step in the direction of finally killing TNA. And someday we will all have Kenny Omega to thank for the second half of the title of the WWE documentary, The Rise and Inevitable Fall of TNA impact wrestling. Uh, we will yeah. all have Kenny Omega to thank for it. And I will sit there while I don't have to watch impact wrestling, AEW or the rebellion pay-per-view. I absolutely have no choice, but to watch the fire up Peacock or whoever is paying WWE billions of dollars for exclusive rights to the WWE network in the United States of America at the time. I will have to sit down and watch. The rise and inevitable fall of TNA Impact Wrestling on that iteration of WWE Network. And I will sit there with a giant bag of popcorn and 14 bottles of Diet Pepsi and will have the time of my life. All thanks to Kenny Omega and his desire to be the quote unquote belt collector. Bel- Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. You
0: know, uh, you had me for a second. I was not going to allow the first one. But then as soon as you mentioned that rise and fall of, of Impact TNA Wrestling, I have to admit, I that hooked me. That that would be something I would absolutely Because
1: you know it's going to be great. Watch. You no, know I, it's going to be look, amazing. So
0: I'm here. I, this, that's not the level of optimism I was shooting for. I was having you shoot for. Um, because I'd like to see the company continue.
1: I can't even fake optimism no, for this topic. No, of
0: course, you, you can't fake optimism. I understand that, but the, the rule is you had, you had to, you know, I want you to dig deep. I want you to search. I want you to, to really
1: I dug pretty deep on some of those. Come on. That for, number one was good. Number one, number was, one good.
0: was good once you mentioned the documentary.
1: Well, I had to get the there, right? I had to build to it. And here's the thing, right? I'm oh, doing this on okay, the fly. So
0: now you have to build this stuff.
1: I'm doing this on the fly, right? On my notes, it says right there, Kill Impact Wrestling. That's what I was writing as you were doing the hashtag Miranda rights. Then you threw out the number five and I had to come up with five on the fly. And I'll be honest with you, Talking about how beautiful that belt is as my number three came out of literally I don't, nowhere. It's like
0: two and a half, yeah, yeah. No, it's a three. We, we know that the white belt looked better. That's no. just a lie. You just no. lied to my face. You're no your a friend of me, and you lied to my face on my own show. You come to my house. You interrupt my show. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I didn't realize opinions weren't allowed on your show, Miranda Morales. My apologies. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't realize okay. that. That well, I got yelled at earlier for having opinions, and now I'm getting yelled at now for having I've realized the true Miranda right is the fact that Greg DeMarco has no rights at all. <laughs> that's going to be the name of this show. Greg DeMarco yeah, Greg has no has, rights has at all. No rights, yes. No and rights. That's,
0: and that's the lesson we all learned today, <laughs> everyone. Welcome to this. Or thank you we, picked, this
1: we picked the worst episode to not do video. We really did.
0: (laughs) To a very special edition of the hashtag Miranda show where Greg learned that he has no rights at all. And the true value of friendship. It's me,
1: Dave. Right. I have no rights. Apparently, some two and a half years ago, I just surrendered all rights. And And it came to a head. On the recording date of April 27th, 2021.
0: I didn't yell at you for not having rights. You had all of the rights to say I everything. You wanted. I know. I just, I just yelled at you for interrupting me on my own show. I'm so used to getting interrupted everywhere else. This is my space. I have one space in the whole world. One space. One space. You're welcome. Is- Luckily, there was no air horn. So you know what? I'm, I'm going to
1: take it as a win. No, I can't buzz you on your own show. That, that's a rule. Yeah,
0: that—that's that's a rule I'll actually
1: follow. That's a
0: rule. Yes.
1: I did it once, and 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 I got the look of death. But yes. yeah,
0: yeah. Man, yeah, the true value of friendship on this week's very special hashtag Miranda show. I'll hope you have a friend that you can have conversations like this about, and have deep conversations. You don't. About. You don't. <laughs> Not
1: like this. You might have a friend.
0: But no, not like no, this. no, not like this. But you know, it was.
1: And nice I wish this fun. upon you, and also don't wish this upon you, yes, all at the same no. time.
0: Hey, I think we did a very good job of again the layout. Oh, absolutely, that was really my goal because I think it's so easy for people to jump and be like, "You just hate AEW." Just no. I think you had to lay out everything. Yeah. Especially to the point of uh, to the story to be like this isn't just about giving AEW a hard time. It's everything that's led up to this. It is all the things that we explained, all the things that we talked about, all the stories that are out there. That is why. So that was really my goal is to give a more comprehensive look at it so everyone understands our reasons. And again, I'm fully adamant. I am very protective. I really enjoy impact. I like impact. So there is a big part of me that is not like this dynamic because I felt like they've gotten the short end of the stick. I felt like they've been taken advantage of. I felt like the politics has gotten in the way. I felt like you know lots of random information that has been shared that has influenced people's opinions. And that's an insurmountable amount for impact to overcome. As Greg mentioned, they haven't been killed. They've gone through so much. They've gone through failed mergers and failed champions and and so much failure, and they're still here. But you can't always look at a situation and say, they're always going to be here. This could have some really detrimental long-term impact. Yes. And that scares me as a fan, you know, because we're at a good place where we have so many wrestling options. And for the little engine that could, I don't want the gas to run out. So
1: besides I mean, WWE, no one will always going to be here. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of how long Impact might end up being the second longest tenure. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though, because Ring of Honor is older than Impact, so only by a couple months, but still.
0: But I think, too, it's that ability. I think people just in general take for granted, you know, a, a, you know, a company's time.
1: I will say You're this. One, yeah. I, I, I will say this on Impact Wrestling's behalf. If they went away, people would miss it more than they realize. Yeah.
0: 100%. Like, people know how much they would miss.
1: People know how much they would miss AEW. People know how much they would miss Ring of Honor. I don't think people realize how much they would miss Impact Wrestling. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, someday they'll find out. It Uh, might be a while, but that's that's just the way this wrestling goes. Someday they'll find out.
0: We've gone over time, but when you think about the prestige of everyone who's held that world championship, those same people who held world championships at Impact and had big storylines are now your champions at WWE. So it's not only just the content, it's who they're able to produce, who they're able to bring up, who they're able to make stars so that WWE finds the next big things. So. Oh, yeah,
1: it's necessary. And yeah. I don't think WWE wants to kill Impact Wrestling. No, They'll no. be there to pick the bones off the carcass.
0: Oh, man.
1: Just like they were with ECW and WCW. Mm-hmm. They'll take full advantage of it. They might even help keep them afloat someday if it ever comes to that. And maybe that's why Maybe that's why Tony Khan's doing this. Maybe his plan is to be the one who gets to pick the bones of Impact Wrestling and not Vince McMahon. Mm. And maybe as they try to build up a library of content, which he talked about, which is why they're doing Elevation, why they do Dark, is because they don't have enough content for a network. He actually said that. I guarantee you. his In his back of his mind, he eventually wants to have his own little network just like everybody else does. He's... He's trying to kill it from the inside. He's trying to kill Impact Wrestling from the inside so he can buy it. This is where we're going. This is why he didn't promote. This is why he didn't promote them on his shows because he wants it to fail. He wants it to fail and so he should be like, I tried. We put the belt on the greatest wrestler in the world, Kenny Omega, and you guys still failed. His plan is to bankrupt Impact Wrestling so he can buy it for pennies on the dollar and continue to build... His content library, so he can start his own Tony Khan wrestling network. Guarantee you. Bet on it. Bet a paycheck on it. Not my paycheck. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. But bet a paycheck on it. Not Miranda's paycheck. She's not crazy. Bet Patrick O'Dowd's paycheck on oh, it Patrick. because it That's is a bestie. lock, stock, guaranteed fact. Tony Khan is trying to sabotage Impact Wrestling. So he can buy we, it in the end.
0: We've really gone off the rails. But, you know, it wouldn't be an episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show if it wasn't for that. Hey,
1: you so, wanted me to dig deep, and I just dug
0: deep. He, just, he dug into the – yeah, he dug layers that they don't want you to know about. Nope. They don't want you to know No,
1: about. but we will we tell un- you.
0: But we will tell you, we got, again, that's why I had to show the landscape. You gave me such a hard time for it. I'm trying to do my best to give the whole thing. If I didn't do that, you wouldn't have come to the conclusion. That's why this works, Greg. Sometimes you just got to let me tell the story, and then you get to it.
1: But see, you're also wanting me to sacrifice the entertainment value of you yelling at me. And you know people like that. So yeah, I you like roll your them, eyes. Yeah. It's all yeah, about entertainment. Because here's right. the thing. The one thing better than the topic we talked about is the entertainment value of the show. And, and that's why this show had it all. Had Not it all, all, really.
0: Again, on a very special edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show, we just learned so much. The true value of friendship. The yes. AEW conspiracy that they're going to pick the bones of Impact Wrestling. Yeah.
1: That's going to be the name of the show. Kenny yeah, Omega and the True Value of Friendship. That's going to be... If we, if
0: we had a belt for him...
1: We'd give him a friendship belt. Friendship belt. He would take it at this point. He'll take any belt you give him at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I could really probably cool. get him for IZW for free if I disagree to put him over Thugnificent. He'll probably come work it for free because it's a damn good looking belt. And it's one more that he could parade around. It and is, guess what? Really I will cool. never do it.
0: You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Independent wrestling promoter Greg DeMarco will never ever book Kenny Omega <laughs> for
1: Not for that reason. And honestly, why would I at this point?
0: <laughs> no, not for any reason. Or or, or unless you're a little you little bit of Kennedy McMahon and, and you, you know, you always find a way. You know, the door's always open when when there's a good uh, financial solution to it.
1: I'd be like, Are you willing to come in and put over so and so? And he'd be like, No, and I'd be like, Great, not gonna happen.
0: This is what happens when like two weeks worth of episodes are just combined into this hour and a half. There's so much that we have to catch up on, so much yes. yelling and arguing. But you know, conspiracy theories, which is I am also a fan of. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I oh, I know. I got conspiracy.
1: you with that. I knew I got you with no, that. No, I know. That made it all worth exactly. it.
0: Exactly. It blew my mind. It made, made it all worth it, it. It made it worth it.
1: Blew my it own mind made too. It
0: worth it. I set it up. I teed the ball. You hit it out of the park, Greg. That's what friendships all about. You I did. give you the tools. You made me look to set good. You, up you
1: for made success. me look good. I've done that for you. You've done that for me. Here we are. And here's the thing. And that's the great thing about these things that aren't planned. I didn't know what I was talking about till it came out of my mouth. Yep,
0: and I believe that. I
1: believe that whole party. <laughs> I know you do because it's the damn truth. But it was brilliant. And and when it happens someday, when Tony Khan owns. Oh, man. TNA impact wrestling and their library. We will dial up this episode. Just like I keep reminding everybody. I told you Tessa Blanchard would never lose that title and Tessa Blanchard never lost that title. And I'm telling you right now, For some reason, I can prognosticate impact wrestling. It's like I'm telling you right now, Josh Alexander will never realize his potential because when his contract's up, he's going to go reform the North in AEW with Ethan Page, and that's just what they're all just waiting for, and it's a damn shame because Josh Alexander is fantastic and might even be dragged down a little bit by Ethan Page Um, as a singles competitor. As a tag team competitor, he's great, but I think of the two, he might actually have more value as a singles wrestler if you get him the right mouthpiece. And, yeah. and what you, what you kind of need. Um And unfortunately the best mouthpiece for him is, is sitting at home with his kid. So, cause, cause Jay Chung is, is one of the most forgotten characters in wrestling who could do amazing things, but you're welcome, Patrick or dad, but yeah, that's just, there's so many things that are a damn shame, but I'm telling you right now, Tony Khan will own this. He will.
0: And the monopoly just continues. Eventually, all the companies are going to be bought up until we just have the two. And then we go to war. That's and then the we go to war. war.
1: And then and Vince then that's wins. that's the real
0: war. That's the real war. Not this made-up war. Nah, this made-up war is stupid. Then we stupid. Go to real war. Yeah.
1: You know AEW eventually wants to be big enough to where they can have the war. You know they do.
0: So, okay, so an interesting thing, we talked about this on the Babyface Seal podcast this week. Patrick and I did talk about, uh, you know, TNT uh, being able to to get the rights they have, uh, almost secured, not secured, the rights to to NHL uh, for a seven-year contract, Mm -hmm. um, which could possibly have, you know, depending on the scheduling and timing of this, um, AEW may need to look at airing on a different night. And we talked about, you know, the the remnants of this imaginary Wednesday night war. But ultimately, if they were to jump, they would do Tuesdays and they would seek. Well, I'm saying I I think they they might go to Thursdays
1: just to further hurt impact wrestling. So Tony Khan can buy it.
0: That's the other thing, too. But also, I feel like they they thrive on that. They thrive on this thought of the imaginary war, So they would set it up. They would go ahead and jump back in. Claim a Tuesday, say, you know, for whatever reason they had to do it, and they would seek it out because that's part of the identity that they claim now. Like I think in some ways yeah, they're gonna feel is. a little bit lost because that's part of the identity that they've built. You're right. So I, I, right. I say that this is a, gonna, you know, war set up because that's something they
1: they want a war. Like
0: they want. They, they want, want it. They want it. So if you I mean, they have to orchestrate it at this point.
1: They do. No, no, you're exactly right. They definitely want there to be one. war. We're
0: getting deep into the theory. I'll
1: give, you, I'll give you some bonus content since we didn't do it on Cherry Shot Radio. This shows us what wrestling really is. The TV. Because, yes, WWE has been given billion-dollar TV deals. But it wasn't always that way. Right? Mm-hmm. Raw has been on Mondays forever. But SmackDown's been on like every other day possible at this point. It's been on Tuesdays, been on Fridays, been on Thursdays, been on Tuesdays, been on Fridays. Like it is now. NXT was originally on Thursdays. People don't even remember that. Then got moved to Wednesdays. Then went live. Now it's Tuesdays. Got moved because of hockey, but not really because of hockey. Who the heck knows? Um, they got moved to their own night. Uh, no one knows. And, and that caused Impact to move to Thursday, by the way, when NXT moved to Tuesday. And, and yep. no one talks about that. Now that is or Impact's original day anyway. And although recently they started on Wednesdays and then went to the Sundays and they went to the Thursdays, so it's it's all Literally
0: every day of the week they've been on but that's
1: the thing that wrestling is to TV networks. That's what they're paying for. You look at they're they're paying two million two hundred million dollars a year for this hockey contract, right? It's a billion dollar deal. It's about what they're paying WWE in a lot of this, and we touted it like crazy. That's nothing compared to what the NBA gets. That's nothing compared to what the NFL gets. It's not even – baseball is weird because there's a lot of regional TV contracts when it comes into baseball. Wrestling is not top-tier content. Outside right. of, of WWE. It's,
0: it's not Outside of... Famous, not even WWE. Top, yeah.
1: It's, it's not... Outside of Raw and SmackDown, okay? Fox bought it and immediately put it on Fridays. Because on Fridays, it could excel because it was better than whatever they were doing. Monday Night Raw is an institution, and that's always going to be there. NXT got bounced around because moving it to, And here's the real reason why NXT got moved. And I'm not saying this for insider knowledge. I'm saying this because I'm smart enough to realize it. It was provided more value to USA Network to move NXT to Tuesday just to get a little bit higher ratings and it would still be better than anything else they were putting on Tuesdays. So for them, for the money they were paying, which by the way, is still more than what AEW is getting from TNT, which people don't seem to want to talk about. The money they were getting, it just made sense for USA to move it. It has nothing to do with the war, it has nothing to do with anything, but it's like, let's just move it over there where there's nobody and get higher ratings, charge more for advertising and still going to do better than anything else that we have. Wrestling is... You're basically paying a little bit less money than you pay for, for hockey, for whatever. But here's the, let's just assume for a second that the NHL contract is worth just as much as what, what Fox is paying for, for Raw or for SmackDown or what USA is paying for, for Raw. The NHL is not 52 weeks a year. So if you look at a per week basis, they're paying less than what WWE is getting paid by these networks. WWE gives you 52 weeks a year. Okay. Maybe it doesn't always crush it in the ratings, but you will get consistent ratings every single week. They will not sacrifice holidays. They will not sacrifice. They will be there no matter what. Pandemic, they're there. Okay. Bombings happen. Guess what? They're there. A giant snowstorm in, in Connecticut that caused there to be no. You know, after the Royal Rumble before WrestleMania 31, we did interviews from Titan Towers and reshowed the Royal Rumble. We're there. Like, they do everything they can to continue to crank out content. They are a guaranteed content machine, and you know what you're going to get with WWE, and you typically know what you're going to get with wrestling. You're going to get good enough, and that's what wrestling means to the TV landscape. You're not going to get this home run NFL numbers but you're going to get good consistent weeknight numbers that you can't get from anything else and maybe you could maybe you could produce this drama that's going to drive crazy good ratings but guess what that drama is going to cost you more than what that you got to pay for WWE ton. and you're only going to get it for 22 weeks a year if you're lucky mm-hmm. but from WWE you're getting it for 52 weeks a year for the same price if not less mm-hmm. so wrestling is a deal and that's why wrestling is where it is and you know what I'm okay with it. That's what this business was a circus sideshow from the start. And most of it still is. And if someone told me that all you do is put on four circus shows a year with IZW, I'd say, thank you very much Mm -hmm. because I'm proud of what we do. And I'm proud of what this business has become. And the fact that wrestling is still a guaranteed win for TV companies, the way it is. That's a damn, that's a good thing. In my opinion, it's second level content, but it is, No one thought this business would be what it is. And and it's, you know, Triple H even called it again today. It's still the best form of entertainment out there. And and you won't find an argument for me. And and that's kind of your bonus content because I didn't get to weigh in on the TV deal and we didn't get to talk about it on Chairshot Radio. But that's what this all means to me. If AEW has to get bounced around, that to me is a compliment wrestling fans will hate it people in the company will hate it but that's them saying you're important enough for me to find another night to put you on yeah,
0: cuz exactly. you're still going to exactly.
1: deliver some good ratings on that night
0: yeah exactly is it's, it's uh, as as much as it may be annoying for uh Fans and going back to Impact Wrestling, yeah, they've changed nights, they've changed networks, and they've still been able to find a landing place. A a network or networks have still been able. A little different. At times,
1: they weren't making any money, and and that kind of sucked.
0: uh, Yeah, that's true. But it's still, uh, if anything, just an example of how you know flexible that it is, and how when you look at the bottom line of a network, and they're looking at again return on investment and investment of time of money of ratings mm-hmm. wrestling is one where you know the there's a risk reward that mm-hmm. there's actually a fairly low risk of it is it really professional is professional wrestling and getting a, a high level of reward
1: it's a low um, risk that- medium reward whereas yeah. nfl yeah. is is high risk financially but high reward and and yes. it's it's yeah. you know and, and hockey's probably higher risk because it's hockey um but and but I hockey's also the key of that, that whole deal about. is the fact that they're going to put live games on HBO Max, and every streaming service wants as much live content as possible to get exactly. you to sign up for yeah. it.
0: I mean, so, we we live in now a, a whole new world when it comes to television products and streaming services and contracts and all of that. So it yeah,
1: you and Patrick O'Dowd for some reason still have cable. I don't know why, but yeah, it, it just makes no sense to me.
0: Well, I have a mix of different products. You I do, do but
1: one of them's cable. Is I have.
0: Yes, I do. I do. So, you know, it's, it's just the variety that it that it offers. Um, But I think it's a very valid point and very interesting when you look again at the the grand scheme of, you know, why these changes are happening, how it's going to have an effect on these companies, and then just, you know, as uh, wrestling viewers, you know what that that means. Uh, but I think we haven't necessarily beat this topic uh, like a dead horse, uh, but we've Not. definitely gotten through a lot of heavy content um, about, you know, the state of impact wrestling, What it means for for Kenny Omega to now be the impact and TNA heavyweight champion, what it means for AEW and, you know, what it means in the long run, what we may see in the future. Um, If Greg's conspiracy theory slash fortune telling is on the money, we will look back at this episode and laugh about, you know, that moment almost. and, And that's what will be the sad part is when you pinpoint a moment when it starts to go downhill And you know that may be the moment, Um, or you know part of a series of of moments. You know this this episode will air before Dynamite, before this week's Impact Wrestling. Um, So again, a lot of this is just based off of what we got to this point. But again, history—if we know anything—and we've talked a lot about history, about WCW, about what we saw over the past few months with Impact and AEW—history is not on their side right now it's not going to foretell a positive future and even though i made greg list five positive ish reasons um i will still be the optimist i will enjoy impact wrestling for as long as i have it which is all you can do as as all we can do now um so thank you for staying tuned to this week's edition of the hashtag miranda show again the hashtag miranda show is a proud part of the chair shot radio network which you can find on
1: thechairshot.com thechairshot.com always use your head some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane
0: don't forget to follow myself, uh, Miranda Morales, at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. You can follow Greg at Chairshot Greg, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course the Chairshot at Chairshot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the Cheer Shot to get your IZW and Chairshot T-shirts. Uh, Don't forget, too, you can listen to this on your favorite podcast streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Podbay, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Subscribe, rate, and review. And make sure you come back and join us next time on the Hashtag Miranda Show. Don't forget to always keep it soft style. Well, Alibaba had them 40 thieves. Sherry's out. He had a thousand tales. But master you in luck. Up your sleeves. You got a brand of magic. Never fails. You got some power in your corner now. There's heavy ammunition in your camp. You got some punch. You some punch. All you got to do is rub that lamp.
1: And I'll say,
0: Mr. sir what will your pleasure be?
1: Let me take your order, jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Life is
0: your restaurant and
1: I'm your melody. Come
0: on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. Yes, sir.